Welcome into Opportunity Detroit. I'm Ann Thomas. Christian Greer is the president and CEO of the Michigan Science Center, and he's kicking off this edition of Opportunity Detroit. Christian, welcome to the show. It's good to be on the show, Anne. Oh, it's great to have you on. I want you to talk to our listeners first, Christian, just a little bit about the Michigan Science Center. Well, the Michigan Science Center is a wonderful place. And if you go to our website, my-sci.org, mi-sei.org, you'll see kind of plastered right on the cover. It says, we put you at the center of science. And Michigan Science Center, it's an easy one for us because science literally is our middle name. And uh, we do not only science, but we do technology, engineering. Sometimes we squeeze the arts in there and mathematics, but we do it in a fun way. We're all about engagement and, and really meeting people where they are. Most people are very excited to learn about things that are connected to science. They see phenomena, they have questions about it, or they, they love building things or challenging themselves. And we end up being sort of a platform for that. We've been around for 10 years at the Michigan Science Center. We're celebrating our 10-year anniversary. And we have lots of exhibits and programs. We have an IMAX theater. We have a planetarium. We have a 4D theater. We have a little bit of something for everyone. So it's a great place. And we're also a Smithsonian affiliate. Wow. And you're located right in Detroit, right, Christian? That's right. We're at 5020 John R., uh, sort of on the corner um, of uh, John R. and Warren. And right in our neighborhood is the Wright and the DIA. And uh, down the street from us is the CCS and the libraries. We have lots of different places for uh, people to go in the Detroit Cultural Center, and we're, we're happy to be a part of it. And, you know, the history of the Science Center is fascinating to me because you have now been in business for 10 years thanks to some very generous people. Yes, yes, we're a 501c3 nonprofit organization, and we couldn't do it without uh, the support of the philanthropic community and all the corporations uh, that are here. And most recently, we've gotten support from the state and local government, and that makes a huge difference for us. Um, you know, when you work as a, in a mission-driven organization, a lot of what you do in your mission, someone could do as a volunteer. And our board members are all volunteers. Um, but if you want to scale that up, if you want to reach more people, if you want to make change in society or, or sort of fight against illiteracy or kids that are having trouble learning math, like we could be that place. And I think we are that place in a lot of ways. And that's what we try to be. And we couldn't do it without the general support of our donors. Christian Greer, talk a little bit about you and your career and how you got to the Michigan Science Center. Well, I'd like to say I was born into this career, <laughs> although I didn't know that until uh, until almost uh, my senior year of college, uh, because as a kid um, growing up in Chicago, on Chicago's South Side, um, I was exposed to our museum system there. And if anyone has been to that city, uh, much like in Detroit, you have an art museum, you have a science museum, you have uh, you know these different places, zoos and, and such that are available to you. But my favorite was the planetarium. I was so excited about the stars, about the sky, and learning about traveling to the moon in different places in the universe. And uh, we got a membership, and uh, I remember going to all the lectures. I had no idea what they were talking about, <laughs> but I was just fascinated by seeing stars and galaxies and planets like Saturn with rings, like what could be on these worlds? Is there life out there? And it really uh, got me excited about it. And then in college, I ended up, uh, didn't, I was studying uh, aerospace engineering, 
And uh, these programs were very competitive, and I wasn't able to secure an, an, an internship. Uh, and then uh, I called down um, uh, at the encouragement of my mother, who bought the membership, uh, <laughs> to the planetarium, interviewed, and got hired. Wow. And I couldn't believe that, that, that they would even hire me. <laughs> that was a physics major, and I felt like I didn't know nearly enough. But obviously, I knew enough to get hired, and that really kicked off an entire career as a STEM educator. So I love this field. I love this city in Detroit and all it, what it has to offer. And I love being uh, at the Michigan Science Center with our team. Interesting that you have a background as a STEM educator. Talk a little bit about the importance of STEM. Well, STEM is, um, is, is really becoming more and more important as time goes on, which sure. is kind of interesting to think about. It's like usually something is important for a while. You get over that hump, and uh, people kind of know it. The awareness is out there, and maybe there's some skill set development. And, of course, all of that ha- is happening with in the K-12 arena, in uh, out-of-school time where we work. But I think STEM is, is going beyond just a degree. Like I have my undergraduate degree is in physics. I studied astronomy. I have a doctorate in learning technologies. Mm-hmm. But what I'm realizing is that many people are starting to use STEM and STEM-related products and ideas and concepts in every field, in everything that they do. And so it's more than just coming to the Science Center and connecting with us because you want your kid to be an engineer. I think if the kid is in marketing or radio or whatever it might be, there's technology everywhere. We're going to have to learn it and be a part of it. And especially with robotics, which we've had for a while, but now with artificial intelligence, it's going to be critical for people to have STEM skills. And so I think it goes beyond the subject matter in terms of degrees and background experience. I think everybody's going to be using it <laughs> in everything they do. I think you're right, especially with AI, artificial intelligence, coming into society in a very big way. That's right, Anne. And, and, and we don't really know what the capability is or what we're going to do with it yet. Um, but but what's interesting about it, it's starting to do something with itself. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we better get we better get a handle on it and start using it. And I think some people are afraid, you know, to try uh, an artificial intelligence, especially with these language models that are so easy. But it's already built into a lot of things we do. When you make a phone call, when you watch uh, streaming uh, programs, or you just shop online, uh, you know, artificial intelligence is being used to to uh, find a way to get information to be more connected to you and who you are. And so that's what we want to do at the Science Center, too. Um, and, and so incorporating these kinds of things is going to be really important. So I'm excited about the future and what science brings and our young scientists, technologists, engineers, mathematicians that come through our organization or that live in this region in Detroit or across the state. Boy, wouldn't it be great if they could be the ones to travel to Mars or go yes. back to the moon or discover a cure to a disease? That's what we do when we promote this subject. Well, I know you love space travel, Christian Greer. Would you do that? Would you be interested in going for a ride? Oh, my goodness. It would be uh, the opportunity of a lifetime. Really? Uh, and, you know, it's funny. I feel like I've been to a lot of different places. Uh, I've never been to Egypt, never been to Antarctica or the Amazon or even up into space. But I feel like I've been there. And many of your listeners may feel that way, too, if they've gone to an IMAX experience, you know, they wrap around and kind of immerses you in it. Well, you know, it was funny, IMAX, as it was designed many, many years ago, now over 50 years, 
um, that format was there to take you there. And I feel like I've been to some of these places in my mind or with shows that I've watched or comic books that I've read. But the opportunity to actually go in space and see the curvature of the Earth and orbit it would be awesome. I think a lot of listeners would love to go with me and be <laughs> my co-pilot. <laughs> I think so, too. So what are some of the biggest exhibits and the ones that you just absolutely love at the Michigan Science Center? Well, right now, an exhibit that we've had uh, for several months, which is called Level Up. Uh, Level Up will be coming down soon. It is on the science of gaming. And I have to say we cheated Mm. a little bit. I figured, you know, what kind of exhibit could we do that everybody would love? You know, that we just couldn't go wrong. (laughs) So we we picked the science of gaming and allowed people to play a lot of different games with the idea that games can be a great way to learn. And educators and teachers, master teachers that you see, they use games in the classroom, and the kids know everything. They know all their different countries and the capitals and all that because it's a game. I grew up with, um, you know, Schoolhouse Rock, for example, in which they had these little jingles for music to teach kids different things. And that was like a wonderful way to connect people. It's fun and exciting. And so that exhibit, which is on our fourth floor, is really cool. But it's going to be moved to another part of our facility, at least in some parts, so you'll still be able to get a little bit of level up. We're figuring out how to do that. But what's coming in next is Towers of Tomorrow. And uh, many people may not know this, but we have an extensive partnership with LEGO on a national level. And we were one of only about 13 or 14 organizations selected nationally to be a part of this network. And we have an exhibit called Towers of Tomorrow that's all about this, um, bricks and building things. And we want everyone to learn how to be a builder and construct something and get that, get that architect that's in you to come out. <laughs> so that's going to be coming up soon, too. That's fascinating. Now, you know, it's interesting because I can hear the enthusiasm in your voice and I know how much you love science. It sounds like you like to make science fun not just for kids, but for adults, too. Absolutely. And I think that there's a scientist in everyone. Now, you may have gone through these classes. Heck, I went through them, too. I remember differential equations. It was like a really tough math class that you had to take. (laughs) And, uh, you know, I still, every time I I hear the term or see that book, it sends shivers down my spine, you know. And people look at me as the one that's like the science genius, right? (laughs) Right. What this means is, you know, hey, uh, Einstein even said, his difficulties in mathematics were more challenging than, than what the average person felt because we don't know everything yet. Even with scientists and all the knowledge they have, a Nobel laureate is still exploring. So what does that look like when we're at the edge of human knowledge? Sometimes being at that edge is something where your, your guess is as good as anybody else's, right? right. You know? right. So we try to get people to think about science as a process, not just the fact. Because you won't have to, you won't know all the facts. And heck, in the in the 21st century, in the information age, the facts are available to you if you just go online and you search for them, right? But this is an opportunity for people to recognize that asking a question, but seeking an answer in a scientific way, is really what we're trying to teach. And I think everyone can be equipped for that. And it is a lot of fun because. People just, they want to say, well, let's look it up. Let's look it up. That's, that's the passion of trying to know. And even the root word of science, skio, means to know. It's a direction uh, that heads towards knowledge. And that's where we're trying to go and take people. Yes, I'm very enthusiastic about it. I think it's fun. 
and the Michigan Science Center is a fun place for you to hang out and, and geek out. It's a geek safe zone. <laughs> so we want to invite people to come out and be a part of it. So for parents who have kids or may have kids that, you know, they're just not interested or they're afraid of math and science, what kind of advice right. do you have for them, Christian Greer? Well, that's a really great question because I think parents struggle with that. And as a parent myself, you know, um, and being at a science center, I'm like, okay, guys, like, you know, you're going into science, right? <laughs> My daughter's <laughs> like, I want to be an architect, you know. Sure. So, uh, you know, after I calm down a little bit, I realized <laughs> that I think it's important for parents to just get that inquisitive curiosity going and allow their kids to be creative, although we think of that as being an art, but figuring out how the world and how the universe works is actually a creative endeavor. And I think when we get down to the ideas of design and exploration, we recognize that these are like transdisciplinary skills. And as I mentioned, STEM is coming to your door doorstep, whether you like it or not. So sure, it's, right. not, it's not something that you have to actually go out and do in the way that it was when I was growing up, because it's going to be so available to you uh, through artificial intelligence or in the information age and what we do with our devices. However, I think it's important for kids, for parents, to find out what your kid is interested in and simply use that as an on-ramp to a lot of other things that they can do and learn. That's such great advice. Now, if people want to come visit the Michigan Science Center, what are the hours? Is it Monday? Is it around the clock or how yeah. does this work yeah we the only day that we're not open is on mondays okay. we just actually reopened from the pandemic our pandemic schedule um, which took us wednesday through sunday we're now open tuesday through sundays and just only not open on mondays like the rest of our cultural districts also close on mondays sure. and our hours are from 10 to 4 and so we try to um you know be available for of people to come in, and we have various accessibility programs. So if you go to our website, my-fi.org, that's mi-fi.org, or simply just type in Michigan Science there and get to our website, you'll find that there are ways in which you can get discounts and other things to entering. And we definitely encourage people to become a member and come back often because we have lots of things to see and do at the Michigan Science Center. So we are Tuesday through Sunday, 10 to 4 p.m. Christian Greer, president and CEO of the Michigan Science Center. Thanks so much for your advice today and for your enthusiasm about science. We really appreciate it. Thank you. It was great to be on your show. Have a great day. Coming up next on Opportunity Detroit, we'll talk about soccer in the deep.